Welcome to the Speaking of Tangents podcast, a podcast for your ears. And speaking of ears, today's show is brought to you by Antibiotics. For those times when you're sick enough that you don't really care if what you take kills the germs or you, Antibiotics. It actually means anti-life. So we'd like to thank Antibiotics, because without Antibiotics, I might actually not be able to talk today to record this antibiotics get some in you my name is jason hey i'm kj and in this episode we review our week by recapping our thanksgiving holidays and well that's pretty much it for that and then we move on to deal with some first world problems with the sot top threes the top three what you may ask well that's a surprise even to me Then we'll play Do We Have a Guest, and we'll wrap it up with some feedback. And speaking of tangents, in a week, things happen. Yes, they do. And now we'll review. Yes, we will. Those things that happened. The things that happened. It's the speaking of tangents. Week in review. So what is up after our one-week hiatus? Oh, the good is up. It was Thanksgiving, the best holiday of the year. Mm, That's debatable. (laughs) Yeah, it is debatable. Most of what I say is debatable. (laughs) Well, I think we have some feedback this week that we'll get to later where somebody sent in, I actually agreed with Jason, which is not often, (laughs) or something like that. Yes, yes. So everything I say is debatable, too. Yep. Uh, but no, um, Thanksgiving. It was Thanksgiving. Yes, it was. Or Thanksgiving, depending on you know how you say it. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. I, I think I could go either way on that. I have said it either way, but I think my natural way to say it is Thanksgiving. The emphasis on giving. On giving, which if well, you're putting emphasis I prefer to on put the either, emphasis, I prefer to put the emphasis on thanks. Yeah, but they're both good. It's not like Thanksgiving, you know. So you well, can be you can be thank you can be thankful, but you can also be giving. Both are great. True, but you can give thanks. You can't thank giving. <laughs> True. Boom. Boom. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> how was your Thanksgiving? Let's, I'm gonna give. Let's give some highlights of our Thanksgiving or recap, whatever you want to call it. Sure. So, um, I'll I'll start. My um, brother and sister in law and uh, their five-year-old twin girls, our nieces, mm-hmm. drove to Iowa from Nashville, and oh, my wow. mom and stepdad were hosting in Iowa. So it was, it was just, it was a pretty small group, just the six of us adults and the two kids, and, mm-hmm. and our two dogs, of course. Pretty small crowd, but um, very lovely. You know, it's always nice there because it's out in the middle of nowhere, and there's, there's cell phone coverage, but, it, you know... No cable TV, nothing like that. Just, I don't, I think we only switched the TV on once during the first Thanksgiving Day football game, and that was nice. it all weekend. Um, but you know, aside, aside from seeing the family, which is always number one, mm-hmm. um, highlights, we made the stuffing with the dried cherries. Oh my gosh, phenomenal. Uh, was this the Michigan Ed Butt cherries? Yes. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yes. Very, very good. Uh, I was 
I mean, I made it, so it might be partial to it, but normally I don't rave about <laughs> things that I make, but I love stuffing, so I could have made it out of the stovetop box and threw some cherries in and loved it even more, you know, but it was really good. And so that was, that was a highlight. And oh my gosh, the fantastic desserts we had, including my birthday brownies with mama's special frosting. Um, oh yes, that's right. Yes, my birthday, we celebrated. On my, Thanksgiving Day, right? My birthday was on Thanksgiving Day this year, but we celebrated it on Friday because Thursday was full of other desserts and other food. So we delayed it and we celebrated it on Friday. So that was, that was fine. Um, cool. And then we went for a little wagon ride. The twin girls had never been on a wagon ride. It was sort of like a hay ride, but really all it was was a blanket in the back of the track, uh, the uh, trailer that my stepdad has. So it took the John Deere out, went mm-hmm. on into the woods. The girls had a great time with that. And then on Saturday, we went and saw the movie Coco. I've heard that's really good. Oh, gosh. It was excellent. And I'm not an animated... I don't really... I don't have kids, so a lot of times I don't go to those movies. Like people with kids tend obviously tend to take their kids there. Um, right. This is a Pixar one, though. This right? was Pixar, yeah, not animated. Yeah, and those are was, those are a lot of those now are basically half aimed at kids, half at adults. Cause right. They, it was because they know the adults are bringing their kids. You know? Right. Yeah, and I could see that it was it was definitely for adults, and it was fantastic. Mm. Highly recommended. Here's a small recommendation segment right here. <laughs> and I checked up on the Dark Tower game. You know, Matthew Vogel at Vogel Matt tweeted us and s- said that his wife still had her Dark Tower game from when yeah, they, she was they, a kid. Like, still worked, yeah. And it still worked. So I asked my mom, because I th- remember, I, I think I screwed up. I said she got rid of it. I was wrong. She Uh-oh. did not get rid of it. We brought it out two years ago, which is a little scary since I didn't remember this, and, <laughs> or I vaguely remembered it, and old. it didn't work. And uh, my engineer stepbrother tried to fix it, and we couldn't get it running again. Hmm. So anyway, we still have Dark Tower, but it is not in working order. And the last highlight, we played lots of board games, just like I we recommended. Ask, yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. And we played board games every night. So they were, we both arrived on Wednesday. We were there till uh, they left on Saturday. We left on Sunday. And we played board games every night we were there. And I actually listened to your advice, and I ordered what? Spyfall. Wow, okay. Uh, you know, one of the games you recommended a couple yes. weeks ago. And that, you know, that really isn't me to go out and buy that. Uh, so you should really feel good. <laughs> I usually would hem and haw, and I'd read reviews and say, I don't know. What if we don't play? What if nobody likes it? I will have wasted $15. But we did we did play it a lot, and um, we loved it. It was awesome. Oh, great. And it leads me to my ultimate highlight right here. I actually won Spyfall outright. Wow. I didn't know that there was a winning condition. Yes, there's we, a winning you had, condition. You play, uh, you set a certain amount of points. You say, oh, we're going to okay. play to this many points. Mm-hmm. And um, I only won one round. We played four nights. And my brother never won. <laughs> Eat it, Clue. <laughs> Eat it, brother. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You won, but you only won. You won overall, but you only won one no, round? No, no, no. One round I won. Oh, okay. And then the, the other nights, I, you know, I was respectable. I never won the other nights, but my brother never won one round. 
<laughs> Not that I'm competing against my brother. You know, it is Thanksgiving and all. But yeah. I told you two weeks ago that I never beat him in Clue. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know why I liked the game so much. But I actually <laughs> won in Spyfall. Cool. It was awesome. It was a really That's good game. Cool. So thank you so, for recommending that. Of course. Did you, like, did people, like, get into, like, acting out the parts? Or was it basically just um, talking through the stuff, asking questions? There wasn't a lot of acting but we were pretending like we were those people yeah i've seen it where people like take on accents that oh they no think we haven't gotten that like far characters at this point we were craziness. just we were just like learning improv. the game oh yeah and my mom just didn't understand the game she <laughs> did not like it so one night we played pictionary and she could not have been happier to play pictionary cool because she was like well i don't understand why don't we why do we have to be so discreet with our answers if she is the person that has the, if she does, if she's not the spy and she has a location and she, let's say she's um, a cook at a restaurant, mm-hmm. she doesn't understand why she can't just answer questions related to her <laughs> being a cook at a restaurant. I'm cooking at a restaurant. Yeah. yeah. Cause well, she understands that it's not about, she doesn't want to give it away, but she doesn't, she didn't like the game. Let's just say that. Uh, okay. Most of us liked it. Actually, all of us liked it except for her. But my mother is a great sport, and she'll do what the group wants to do, and uh, it was That's awesome. That's good. Yeah, we had so a great time. What, basically, what you're saying is the game Spyfall is now KJ tested, mom not approved. That's cor- That's exactly okay. what I'm saying. That's that's what I would expect from my family if I tried to play that with them too. So, <laughs> what about you? How was your Thanksgiving? Um, I spent Thanksgiving alone. Mm-mm. Yes, I no. was sick. I got sick on. What? Monday night, Tuesday, early Tuesday morning, just really uh, bad cold and thought, okay, I can get through this. This is going to go away in a couple of days and got up on Thursday morning. And it was when um, me and Jason's wife and our kids were going to go and drive to spend Thanksgiving with my parents and my brother comes there and all that stuff. And it's basically the one time a year that we all get together and, you know, we always look forward to it. It's great to hang out for a couple of days and you know, get to see my brother and his kids and my kids, you know, like playing with his kids. They're, you know, pretty close. I think each of my kids is like a year or two older than his two kids. So it's kind of, kind of oh, works nice, out where they yeah. kind of have a person to play with individually and then they all get together and we do just whatever. And my mom always cooks a bunch of stuff and it's always great and good time just to hang out and with really nothing that we have to go do. Cause usually when I get together with my family, we're like, Hey, I'm coming over to your house you know, we're going to work on some project at your house. Right. Yeah. And this is just, hey, we're getting together to hang out. Yeah. There's no lists of anything to do. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I got up on Thursday morning and was feeling so much worse that I was like, I can't. I can't make this three hour drive. I can barely get out of the bed. Oh, um, so no. I spent Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday and most of Sunday basically in the bed or laying on the couch. Um, oh, and, that's awful. Yeah. And so... Deanna uh, took uh, our kids and I said, just go ahead and go, you know, because my kids really wanted to go see and hang out and play with my brother's kids. It's basically the only time in every year they get together for more than, you know, five minutes. Uh-huh. Um, yep. And so they, they went and did that. And so I like to call it um, Thanksgiving alone or with the people that I love the most is who I spent Thanksgiving with. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta look was, out for number one. It was, it was. I'm joking, obviously. I, I was sad that I didn't didn't to go, but it was actually good. I'm glad they went to go because they they got to go because they had a good time, and then I was able to just lay around and rest, um, and try to get over this 
ridiculously awful cold that I can't believe is, you know, just a cold. It felt like the flu. But then well, I went it sounds to the doctor. Like it if it was that long. Yeah, it's still hanging around. I went to the doctor um, middle of this week, and they gave me an antibiotic and said, "Hey, this is a this is a really bad sinus infection. It's not going to go away on its own. Most likely, you need to take this." And so, started taking that, and it's actually I'm better today. But still, I mean, obviously you can hear it, but it's like mm-hmm. ugh, I wake up every morning and it's a horror show coming out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> sinus infections that are awful. Yeah, and I looked it up because I'm like, do I really need to take an antibiotic for this? Because the cold is a virus, you know, and it's not going to help that. But after it it said 70% of sinus infections don't need, I checked a couple different websites, you know, and they all basically said the same thing. Three-fourths of sinus infections don't need an antibiotic. They'll go away on their own. But if you have any of these four things or five things, and they most of them listed four things, like three different websites, like WebMD and drugs.com or something like that. It's like three or four other ones I looked at. And they all basically said, if you have any of these four or five things, then you're probably going to need an antibiotic. And literally it was like, I wrote down what I was feeling. Oh, uh-huh. it was like all of those things, like nailed it. Give me the drugs. Yeah, so I so I decided I need to take this, and so I'm taking an antibiotic, and it is it, I am better today, so I'm hoping it's will knock it out um, by you know next few days. But it's being sick and a cold is one thing, but man, when it get, turns into like a sinus infection, it's just like it's it goes on for like ten days, twelve yeah. days. It's it just gets rough. It's you're just like I'm tired of this. Is this um, your first sinus infection? Oh no! Oh okay. I had them all the time as a kid and as a like um, teenager and young adult, and then. I I didn't get sick for a, the longest time after like after college uh, until I had kids and then you know they bring home literally everything right um, from going to school which is good because it helps to build up their immune system I'm I'm just glad right now that neither of them seem to have been hit as hard with it as I have been well that that is good but I do have a question did you sure. did you for Thanksgiving did you call in sick or did you call out sick. I laid in the bed and said, uh, Jason's wife, you can take the kids if you want to. Um, I think it would be good for them. And I know my parents would enjoy it and my brother's kids would enjoy it. But I cannot do this. I'm out. Um, So you So I guess out. out. Yeah. Yeah. I said, I'm out. Um, I did one. Let's see. Was it Thursday or Friday? I think the grocery store next nearest me was closed on Thursday. So I went on Friday, I think. Uh, it's like the only time I got up and went outside in, in like an eight day period. So wait a minute. Did you go Black Friday shopping? No, 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 no. Are oh. you crazy? <laughs> no. I had to go out and get like food. Oh, okay. Um, I wanted something other than smoothies and orange juice to eat because I started kind of like eating mashed potatoes and stuff. And so I was actually prepared for Thanksgiving to... I don't know if I was going to eat the turkey or anything that was like really tough to chew. Because of your dental actually, issues. Yes. Yes. Yep. But then I got sick at the end of that. So I kind of that had put off actual solid food. And so on Friday, I was like, I need to get up and go out. I need to get up and move around. First off, I need to get out of the house for a few minutes. And maybe this will, you know, kind of get me past this cold a little bit. Because, you know, sometimes when you have like a bunch of congestion and stuff, if you get up and move around, it kind of shakes things loose a little bit. Yep. Um, and so I went to the uh, 
grocery store near me and I'm in there buying this. And this is the highlight of my Thanksgiving, by the way. Okay. I'm in there buying like single serving microwavable mashed potato like cups. You know, you put the whole container in the microwave. (laughs) It's funny that you make that noise. So sad. Because I had that and like a single serving of something else and like a drinkable soup. Have you seen God, those where yes. you it's like a little cup of yes. soup, but you put the whole thing in and you just drink it like yes. it has a special lid on it because it's not enough, you know, actual solid food in there to make any difference. So you just drink the whole thing. Right. Yep. So I'm buying this and it's like I have like four things and I'm going through the checkout and the girl, she's probably, you know, she's younger than me, but, I'm, you know, probably maybe 20 something. She looks up at me and she looks down at the stuff and she gets this look on her face like when you see the sad puppy at the shelter. Yeah. Aww. And you're like, oh. And she went, hey, you doing okay? Is everything all right? <laughs> and gave me that tone of, I'm concerned about you. Does somebody need to take care of you? It's, you know, around Thanksgiving and you're eating this sort of Thanksgiving food, but it's like the pitiful yeah. version, Aww. single person version. And so she like puts her hand on my arm. She's like, is everything okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm okay. Um, I was like, yeah, it's fine. And it was one of these. Well, yeah, it was like, do I need to take care of you? (laughs) (laughs) Almost like she was like hitting on me, but I'm like, you know, of course, I just assume every, yeah, I just assume everyone is attracted to me until, you know, in some way until I know better. Yeah. (laughs) I think that's a good way. You know, that's kind of what I do too. Yeah. That's what I approach it. Hey, I got something that everybody wants at some point. That's right. Oh, I'm sorry you had to spend Thanksgiving alone, but it sounds like it was a good time for for no one to be around to just recover too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because if um if my kids would have been here, they would have not had a good as good of a time as they did because they played and had a ball there. Um, and they would have been running around here after being because they were out the entire week for school. Anyway, they get the whole week. So they don't. Oh yeah. That happened, started happening a few years ago where they, their school system takes the whole week of Thanksgiving off. They don't wow. take like a fall break. That's their fall oh, break. Okay. Um, and so they would have been here, you know, after three days. It would have been like the fourth and fifth day of being here, not going anywhere, nothing to do but, you know, run around the house, watch TV, play with toys. And they would kind of get a little antsy anyway if they didn't have anything new to do. And so it, it actually worked out fine. Um, and... I mean, I'm joking about most of this in terms of, you know, like to be by myself because I miss them. But yeah. um, it was it was good because all I was doing was laying on the couch, sleeping and trying to watch TV, you know, when I was awake and just trying to rest enough so that this you know thing would go away. And then when, you know, earlier this week when it didn't, it, I'm hoping this antibiotic is going to kick it out and I'll be good to go. Well, it certainly should. So did you did you watch your first NFL game this week? Oh, no. No, you didn't. Okay, so you're laying on the couch and watching TV, but you chose mm-hmm. not. You chose no NFL. When I say TV, I mean I'm watching stuff on the TV. I'm like streaming stuff like off Netflix, Netflix and stuff. And stuff. Yeah. Okay. I watched all of Stranger Things. Uh, it gave me that opportunity. It's kind of like I watched the first season of Stranger Things. Was it last year? Yeah. Or before last. You were sick, um, weren't you? Yeah, I was sick for one day, and I watched it all in like a 24 That's hour right. period. I remember that. And I. I watched all of the second season over like four or five days, but it was, you know, it was I'm like, I'm laying here. I might as well watch the next one. Well, at some point we're going to have to get into Stranger Things too. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. Mm. Uh, one other thing I wanted to say about Thanksgiving, because it occurs oh. to me, and I found, it sounds like your family has done the same thing, but it occurs to me that a lot of people do Thanksgiving where they just drive, you know, a short distance, spend the day with their family and come home. Yes. But that is, I've never done it that way. I've grown up my entire life driving, um, you know, at least eight hours away. Now, now I'm only three hours from where I went on, in, on this week, this year and yeah, spending the entire weekend. So, uh, yeah, I've never done it where you just go one day and then go home. It's always an, I always call it Thanksgiving weekend because it's an entire four, three to four days of just always joyful for me at Thanksgiving. But some people might be like, well, I'm happy it's only one day. Believe me. Oh, yeah. I'm sure that a lot of people are. And it's people that live close enough to their families, you know. Right. They see them more often. And so they're like, oh, we got to go spend this day together. Yeah. For me, it's good because we get to go and it's a... It's about the right amount of time if we say like Thursday, Friday. So, so we stay like a couple of nights. Um, this time, because I was here and, you know, Deanna took the kids by herself, um, they went on Thursday morning, spent um, Thursday night there, and then came back like Friday afternoon. Okay. So it was good. Yeah. So it, was, it worked out. And we we might have stayed till Saturday if, you know, if I was there. It just kind of depends on what's going on during the year and stuff. I, I like to be at home. I do too, for the most part. Yeah. I really do. I like seeing my family, but, you know, in my extended family, but I'm, I like to be at home with my, you know, nuclear family. I understand. Yeah. That's, that's, that would have been, that's kind of, I mean, Thanksgiving is great. I love it. It was good that, you know, Jason's wife and kids got to go and spend time with my family, but my, you know, extended family, but I, I, I'm, if it enabled me to get over this cold and rest, this if I was going to be sick for an extended amount of time, this was the time to do it because I had more downtime than yes, any other time exactly. in the past six months. So it's it kind of it kind of worked out. Sometimes so it I'm works out. Yeah. I just wish I could work out this disgusting. Speaking of Stranger Things, yeah. stuff coming out of my face. Yes. Looks like the stuff from that show that I was just like, this is not human. <laughs> what is going on here? Yeah, I will tell you what my crazy aunt said about Stranger Things too. She uh-huh. said, um, "I kind of <clears throat> had to do something else because I don't do well with slime." <laughs> There's a lot of that in there. Yes, there was. We hope you've enjoyed our recap of the Thanksgiving holidays that we celebrated in our weekend review, where we look back and review the things that happened in a week and recap them. Up next, we're going to do a segment called Top 3. It's sort of first world problems meets gamification. Is that a word? It is now. Enjoy. Well, I have a first world problem. You know, now that we're done giving thanks and enjoying fellowship with our friends and family. (laughs) Or in your case, with yourself. Yes, and I, I, I'm I, I'm thankful. For, I'm thankful for you know a restful time. Yes, yes. Not necessarily restful. I was sick, but it was you know I was sleeping or laying down, so it's, it's good to go. It I was mean, needed rest for you. Absolutely. Um, so let me guess what your problem is. Okay. Good luck. Is 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 your problem? Is your first world problem? 
basically the world in general as it is today? Well, of course. Yes, always. <laughs> okay. Yes. But mine, that's, I'm going to That's more general and vague, though. Let's yeah, get specific. I'm going to further break that down to a very minute piece of that. Oh, nice. Okay. So we're, we're driving home on Sunday. We're not an hour down the road when I'm reminded how much I hate bad drivers. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, you know, I'm, I've been out in the country. Nobody's been around. We drive to the movie on Saturday. It's only 20 minutes, and it's back roads in Iowa, no problem. But you get mm-hmm. back out on the interstate, and the idiots come out. Basically, what I got out of that, out of that is country roads take you home. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay. John Denver had it right the entire time. Oh, cool. Okay. At least for some of us, I mean, the people that live in the country or yeah. that, you know, make right. a home or call someplace in the country their home <laughs> exactly. and they drive on a road, it's, maybe yes. that's not as, you know, in detail as <laughs> he wanted to analyze it, but. I, You're probably right. It was probably not that detailed. There's layers to all songs. Layers. Intended or not, there's layers. Absolutely. And especially the not intended layers. Oh, yeah. Unintentional comedy is some of the funniest stuff. Absolutely. Funniest comedy, yeah. Yeah. So I put together a, a list of my top three, dr- I guess, driving pet peeves oh, okay. that maybe could lead to a road rage type situation for me. The top three rage inducing pet peeves of drivers. Yes. Now with that It mouthful, could have a better title than this, but that's... <laughs> All I could come up with on the spot. <laughs> well, now the, I had three, but now that I look at my list that I wrote them down, there's actually a tie, a three-way tie for number one. So I've got five. Oh no, no, we're not doing that. Three. <laughs> well, this I, is top three. I did. I, own... I just announced it as top three. <laughs> All right. How can we now Im- immediately break the rules? <laughs> well, here's this is miss 47 record albums in exactly. my top five. I mean, th- these are my rules, I guess. So I guess I could break them. That's true, but why have rules if you're just going to break them well, <laughs> from the first time? Exactly. I'm all for bending rules. Well, you know what? I was telling the Hall of Famer this this mm-hmm. list, and the response was, yeah, but what about this? This really makes you mad. So then I had to add that to the list. That's how it got to be longer. Oh, so, come on. Just go with the first three that came to your mind. All right, I will. So number three, this is a huge thing in Minnesota. Um, I don't know if it's a huge thing outside of Minnesota, but it seems to happen all the time here. And I don't know if it's part of Minnesota nice or what it is, but I cannot stand it. And it happens all the time at a four way stop. Nobody moves. Everybody just sits there and stares at each other. Nobody moves. Yeah. It's the issue that a lot of people do not understand the rules of a four way stop. I know. I don't see how you get a driver's license and not learn the rules of four-way stops and basic traffic flow in general. You have to take a test. I mean, yes, you do. What is going on? But it's sometimes it's so uncomfortable. It's about ten seconds. You know how long ten seconds is when you're in the car staring at people? No, because I go way before that. Well, but then it's that point where you start to go, and then the other person starts to go at the same time, and then they throw their hands up at you like you're the person that's in the wrong when they were supposed to go a long time ago. Oh, God, I, it drives me nuts. <laughs> See, I don't care what they think or what they think they know. If I know it's this particular person's turn to go, and I point at them and wave, like direct in traffic, and mm-hmm. they don't go, and if they wave back at me, I'm going. I know. And, and you know what? That so that's person like gets, two seconds. How much time do they get? Two seconds? They get... 
if they're looking at me and they don't respond, I will wave at them again. And then if they don't respond, then I go. If they point back at me like, no, it's your turn, even though they're wrong. Yeah, I go. I'm yeah. not messing around with it. I've no. no, I used to be like, OK, we have to stick to the rules. Now I'm like, no, if people aren't going to learn the rules, I'm going to try to help you once. But then after that, I'm moving on. Yeah, but then there's the person that a lot of these people don't follow the rules because they don't know them. But then there's the person that or they don't care about them. I don't shouldn't say mm. they don't know them. But then there's the person that knows darn well the rules, doesn't even come to a complete stop and just keeps going when they were not there first. Yeah, I just let them go. Well, yeah, what's your alternative? Run into them? That's sometimes that well, seems like an option in my head. That's that what I mean. The road rage, uh, road rage, road rage type situation. Yeah, I so, just I just assume they have somewhere to be that's more important than where I'm going or they have to get there faster or they're late for something. So just whatever. Well, that's what the Hall of Famer will say. Oh, they're in a hurry. And for me, it's like, I don't care if they're in a hurry. It's not their turn. <laughs> They're a rule breaker. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, we've established that I don't like that. Here's the second, number two, the thing that I don't like. Number two. Um, people that, you're, so you're out on the interstate, you've got two lanes. Mm-hmm. Left lane is the fast lane. Can mm-hmm. we agree on that? The left lane is the fast lane the, or the passing lane, and the right lane is the normal driving lane. Correct. People that get in the passing lane and stay there and never come back to the right lane. They're just driving in the fast lane and they're not even going that fast. So if you try to pass them, you have to pass them on the right. Yeah, I I think nowadays in the past, you know, probably 15 years, the left lane as the passing lane has become antiquated of some sorts (laughs) in that. People just think, oh, these are two lanes on the road. I can pick whichever one I want to drive in. Again, I disagree it's on with the that. test. Yeah. Oh, I know. Believe me, I disagree. But this is a situation where I think it has become so commonplace now that I see this all the time. And so I just assume that nobody is that oblivious. They're just driving in whichever lane they want to drive in. And I'm just yeah. glad they're not running into me at this point. Yeah. Well, I suppose. And speaking of running in, the, the one thing that's sort of tangential to that, mm-hmm. people who are sp- coming up, you're on the you're in the driving right hand lane, and the person is speeding up. They they're trying to pass you on the left, and then they immediately cut you off, almost hit you, and then take that exit. That's right there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're trying to get right in front of you to the exit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So is this number three, or is this that was are we number already two. off the rails? We went off the okay, rail so. a little bit. Now we're so at number a. one. All right, number one. Oh, we're counting down. Oh, I thought we were going the other way. Yes, counting down. Are these ranked in order of a rage inducement? Yes, yes. Okay, number one. (laughs) Number one. Okay, so yeah, number one, but I had two number ones after the Hall of Famer reminded me, but you have told me that I cannot share that second number one. I I can't believe that we have... You talk about people that you want people to follow the rules and how it frustrates you that people don't follow the rules. And then you made up the rules and then you immediately yes, broke them. Exactly. If you can't beat them, hey, if I'm you cool can't, what's that thing? If you can't beat them, join them. Yeah. Yeah. Or something like that. So anyway, here's Which, number one. I don't see how that applies to this. <laughs> well, you know what it applies to? The fact that I have been very vocal that I don't like ranking things top three, top five. <laughs> 
jing, <laughs> jingle brackets. And so I forgot about that. What am I doing? I'm listing top three here today. Mm-hmm. So if you can't beat them, join them. How's that? Sure. Does that work? Yes. <laughs> sure. I'm, I'm sure. whatever you say at this point. <laughs> All right. So I'll go with my original number one. Number one. When you are, you're, there's a huge line in the, in the passing lane and there's some slow vehicle on the right that everybody's trying to get past and everybody's waiting their turn. And some person comes changing over to the right lane, tries to pass you on the right and then cutting in, in, in front of you. Oh, they're trying to um, basically Budge one car line. at a time. Yes. Yeah. You know, increase their position in line. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's ridiculous. That makes me, that is the worst for me because sometimes I will speed up just so they cannot cut me off. Yeah. And well, I, that's I've, dangerous I've gotten too. over that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's other people out there saying, you know what's number one on my list of rage inducing, you know, people, people that annoy me on the road <laughs> is when I'm trying to pass and they speed up. Yeah. What is wrong with those people? Uh-huh. I'm trying and to pass. the other person is going, yeah, I know. That's crazy. Yes. But they didn't say I'm trying to pass on the right, which is what they're not supposed to be doing. Why are they better? What makes them think that they should be able to budge in front of us? They don't think they're better. They think that they're more important. They don't understand. Well, no, they don't understand the rules of left lane passing or they don't believe in or, you know, participate in the convention of left lane is the passing lane. Right lane is the slow lane. They don't care. They just see lanes. And they can't stay in their lane. Right. Stay in your lane. That's yeah. really what it comes down to. So, yes. All right. What, what else you got? Okay. Let's go with number zero. Well, Let's hear, I want to hear the number other one zero. This is the one that the Hall of Famer said, well, this makes you really mad and it's not in your top three. So, apparently, Ooh. I just get mad about a lot of things when I'm driving. Um, <laughs> when people, Are you sure this isn't the Minnesota nice segment all of a sudden? Well, it, I told you this four-way stop thing. I thought it was a Minnesota thing, but apparently it's not. Um, oh, no. There's people around here who cannot drive at all okay. and have zero understanding of what a road is. I mean, there's people. I'll just say this. Atlanta is a hub for people that come from all over the world. Uh-huh. And if you think people in America don't understand road rules and can't drive, uh-huh. go to other countries and see that they don't even pay attention to the lines on the road in some places. Yes, I, I've seen that and heard that. Yes. Well, then you've seen this one. Um. When you're merging or someone's merging and the person in the right lane on the Mm -hmm. highway has room to move to the left lane, but doesn't. Oh, yes. When you're coming on like from like you're on on ramp. Yes. And you have to get over because your lane is ending. My lane is ending. You don't have a choice. Yes. Yes. That's terrible. Yeah. That that is really does make me mad. Yeah. I think this basically comes down to. Don't be oblivious and learn the rules of the road and respect other people driving and don't put yourself and your wherever you're going above and beyond and like you said, feel like it's more important than yep. what other people are doing. Yep. Just respect other people. It's I mean exactly. it's common it courtesy. It all to comes me. down to So when you said is my problem a general whole world problem with what's going on today? Uh yeah, it is because it comes yes. down to people <laughs> being nice to each other. There you go. <laughs> Do yes. you have any um top three things you'd like to discuss today well of course now that you mentioned it okay um, 
I'm going to go in no particular order, which okay. is the dumb way of saying I'm obviously going to go in an order because I'm not going to just say them all right. at one time. But, but not they're really not really ranked. top three. They're just three things. Nah, these are equally outrage-inducing to me. Okay. I cannot stand that the term used has now turned into pre-owned. Oh, in instead of used, yes. Marketing yep. use. Okay. Pre-owned vehicles, pre-owned stuff. Just say used. And Just say used. What are you trying to do? And what Pre-owned. about hand-me-downs? That's a, hand-me-downs are fine. What's wrong with that? There's nothing, but don't they call it pre, pre-worn pre clothes now? Not hand, uh, hand-me-downs? They do? I, <laughs> that one I haven't seen. Are you kidding? Uh, maybe Pre-worn? I am. I don't know if I made that up, but no, I don't I think would, they're I called hand-me-downs shocked. anymore, are they? I don't get hand-me-downs anymore. Nah. Well, I mean, I, I'm... I'm a grown man. I don't have hand me towels. Yeah, I don't either. I'm not growing into clothes. Okay. Yeah, but with my kids, yeah, we give like, um, like our neighbors have given us clothes for you know their kids grew out of them, and then our kids gave them to our kids who were you know getting to be that age, and then we gave them to other neighbors as their kids got older, as our kids grew out of them, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. We do that, but that we don't. We just say, hey, I got some. I got a bag of clothes for you, or I got a you know shopping bag full of you know jeans. Right. <laughs> our, our neighbors. <laughs> they're great i love them but they gave my daughter like 12 pairs of jeans <laughs> one day and then like three weeks later she's like hey i got some more clothes for you and she comes to the bus stop and she's got like eight more pairs of jeans wow they're all, all like these jeans <laughs> and i'm like your five-year-old and six-year-old had like 20 pairs of jeans that may be more jeans than i've owned in my entire life <laughs> yes me too what is, <laughs> that's 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 above and beyond you know my fashion level um but I mean, it was, it was, I mean, she was, it was great. You know? Yeah, I bet. Jeans aren't cheap. In, oh no. You get in like a network of like neighbors or people at church or people, you know, at school that you know, and you know, that you trust, um, to a certain, you know, to the least degree that, you know, you'll take clothes from them or give them clothes mm-hmm. it, and, or your family sometimes, your, you know, extended family. Yep. You can, you can outfit your kids with a decent amount of clothes. The majority of their clothes can come through what you call hand-me-downs, which I haven't heard that term in a while. I've heard it just like, hey, I got some clothes for you. Yeah. It may be pre-worn now, though. But if they, listen, if they use the word pre-owned, you got to believe they found a way to hand-me-down sounds. Yes. They have to change the word. It's probably pre-worn. What is wrong with used? Nothing. Nothing is wrong with used. I I hate pre-owned. I know. So that's that's Or certified (laughs) pre-owned. Certified pre-owned. That's like cars. I yes, hear that cars. Yep. Certified pre-owned. Give me a break. Um, the second thing would be problems with the world that I have an issue with today are, I mean, among many, these are just three that I. I like how you qualify that, that, that as with uh, the problems with the world that I have issues with today. Yeah, because <laughs> it could be different tomorrow. Yeah, like that, like that NBC News thing that said we don't have any current people when they revised that statement about Matt Lauer. I mean, oh, I didn't hear that. that. I didn't hear that statement. NBC News came out and said, we haven't heard. This is the first on Monday night was the first we've been notified of any allegations about because then Vanity Fair put out a thing that said, hey, there's been a lot more stuff that, you know, we think you knew about. And that's a bunch of crap. And NBC News then, well, none of our current management knew about any of this oh, stuff before nice. Monday. Oh, nice. I was going to say, there's is, no way they didn't know. Everybody knew no about Matt Lauer. There's no way they didn't know. 
So basically, they're getting legalese on them by saying, yeah, you know, current. you can't sue us because um, we're going to put the word current in there to make sure that nobody that we hired in the last 12 days knew about this until Monday. That kind of situation. Yeah, right. Like, by Jason's the way, wife said, did that? Did they did they replace their entire staff on Monday? That's why they can say currently yeah. that Monday was the first time they found out. Did you list number two yet? Um, you did pre number two. I would say is, or not really two as in ranked two, but the second thing I'm going to talk about. Okay. Uh, terrible, misleading headlines written by editors who maybe halfway read the article that they're writing the headline for. On websites just to get clicks. Yeah. Okay. Do you have an example? Something recently? Um, I will say this. One CNN headline I read recently, which was really dumb. Uh, word for word. FedEx is buying up to 100 new flying delivery trucks. Which <laughs> my first thought was, do they mean airplanes? Right. Or Cargo like planes? What the crap? Jetsons? Are we talking Jetsons here? Flying delivery trucks. And it was a picture of an airplane with the article. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, yep. What, what is going on? They want you to click on it because they want, yes. do people want to know what a flying truck is. Yeah. Or is this some newfangled technology? It's an airplane. And yeah, other, that's bad. That's, that's one thing. But the worst thing is like when they post the same story, the same news article that they posted or they link to the same news article that they posted earlier in the day or a day before, and the headline like changes mm-hmm. to like include new information, but there's only like one new sentence in the article, and it doesn't really explain what the headline sets you up for. And then the rest of the article is literally copied and pasted from the article that they posted a day before yeah, laz- or an hour laziness. before. Get out of here with that stuff. Yeah. Laziness and clickbait. Which leads to number three. Okay. The reason why the fake news argument or ploy or, you know, the ruse mm-hmm. uh, works on anybody besides that people are gullible and dumb in some cases is that actual news sites, and we've talked about this before, have garbage clickbait ad links on their website that are right next to and are made in the same style to look like articles on the website. But they are just garbage, you know, these two MIT grads found out this new thing that you need to look at. Or the top 10 reasons why, you know, your butt's fat. That that kind of stupid stuff made to look like, and the, like, CNN does this. I mean, all the news sites do this. So you're saying that the actual, like, so CNN has. Go to CNN.com. They have some sort of control over what their ads look like. They allow ads on their site. They allow what, what's posted in those ad blocks. Okay, so they know that there's a, something out there that says the top 10 foods that make your butt look fat. And they're allowing that. I think what they do, and this is me totally randomly speculating. Okay. Is they sign a contract with an ad company to say, hey, we want you to provide ads for our, this block on our website. And then they cordon off a section of the site. And then whatever is posted in there is served up by ad servers. It doesn't matter what it is. It's all a bunch of nonsense crap. The problem is when it's the 
Ad blocks are made to look like articles on the website because the ad company knows you're more likely to click on it if you think it's an actual article mm-hmm. with actual information as opposed to the same clickbait headlines over and over and over again. True. So what they are trying to do is assimilate it into the site so that it looks like actual news and it dilutes the belief in that the rest of the stuff on the site is actual news when it is, when it's a fact or maybe it's an op-ed opinion or something like that. But it's when you put money, this is the problem with all of this. It all comes back. I said I got three things. I got one thing. It all comes back to money. (laughs) When you put money above everything else that you're doing, you have a problem. Mm -hmm. Yes, you do. When you allow ad blocks on your website to look like actual news articles, you to me, you lose integrity in the ad against in the fight against people calling it fake news. Because you Absolutely. have literal fake news mixed in that looks like your real news. Yeah. Now <coughs> here here's what I don't think I know how to use the internet correctly. I think I might be using the internet what? wrong. I might I might just stink at the internet. So I have never to my knowledge, I never even look at these ads. I ignore them. I never click on them. Do people oh, click I never on do. them? No. I, apparently they do because they keep coming up. And so you're saying that these ads, now I'm thinking maybe I have clicked on these ads because the ads that I happen to notice and say that's clearly an ad because it's got a yep. little X in the corner, very small X. Um, no, no, no. Can, I'm not talking about that. Okay. I don't know that I've seen what you're talking Go about. To, Go to CNN.com right now because ESPN ESPN's terrible about this too, but CNN.com I know has them on there. Scroll down and you'll see like, here's a bunch of, here's a bunch of, you know, actual news articles that they're posting, real news. Okay. And then keep scrolling down the page and you're going to get to stuff that says paid partner content or, uh, which is a way of saying ads, paid content. Okay, more, yeah. more, more paid content and keep scrolling down and look that it is made to look exactly like the blocks of actual news articles that are on the page yeah. and they're mixed in the middle of there. And there's actual news articles after the ads, after the paid content. And it's stuff like these new crossover SUVs will take your breath away. Seven reasons why people are buying Tacova's boots, a stress-free guide to this season's best gift is right next to Jake Tapper. We can't ignore Trump's Twitter behavior. Which, okay. All right. Get out of here with this stuff. Right. So maybe I have, well, I don't usually go to CNN or those types of sites, but maybe I have clicked on fake news thinking it looked like the real thing. I don't think so, but maybe Five I have. Five facts about kidney disease. Don't <laughs> click on that because it's going to take you to some, you know, pharmaceutical drug manufacturer website. Yeah, that's awful. Yeah. I, I don't understand why we have let this happen and it continues. I mean, go to go. To, I don't even go to ESPN anymore, but I'm going to do it right now because I want to see what ridiculous stuff they had. I installed an ad blocker. Well, that was my next. I was going to yes. ask you about that because I know my brother does that and I've tried to do it. I don't know how to do it. And I'm talking about on my phone because the phone oh, is the phone. worse because you you, you can't. The the ads pop up in the middle of the phone, and it's very hard to find the little X. And you can't. I know I'm talking about different ads, and you're talking about, but yes. they pop oh, up, yeah, this, and you can't a, get rid that, of them. I've eliminated that. I use Chrome and put ad blocker in, and so I don't have that business on anymore. your phone, but on everywhere, everything. 
Okay. So I need to do that, first of all. Oh, yeah. It's, there's a bunch of free ones out there that work. But see, when I go to ESPN.com, I have the ad blocker on my computer pops up and says, here's how many ads we're blocking on this site. Okay. In so case it tells you want to like whitelist okay. the site. Yeah. yeah. ESPN, I've been on the site for about a minute now. It's already up to 29,000 and it's going up faster than I can look at it. It'll be in the hundreds of thousands if I don't close it. And it's like takes over the like 80% of the processing power on my computer trying to block the ads that ESPN is trying to serve up. Wow. And like if you click on any article on ESPN, I'm kicking off. I'm clicking on something about game day kickoff. First off, it auto plays videos, which I've told it to oh, not yeah, do that a hundred times. I hate that. But if you scroll down past the article between this article and the next article are ads. And it says sponsored headlines, which is ads, obviously. Sponsored headlines. Haven't seen that. And it says the absolute best sheets you'll ever find, period. Best places to vacation when the temperature starts to drop. And then it's the next article. And then if you scroll past that, you get to three more ads. And then you get to, you know, something such and such holiday polos make a classy, stylish gift. Next next article. It. So you're reminding me of a magazine. Basically, it really kind of is. Except you clearly know when there's an ad in a magazine. You get three or four well, pages in a row. They got tricky on that, too. By tricky, I mean they, they are trying to fool you into thinking the ad is not an ad. By calling it a sponsored headline? Or By making, making it, it look, look like an yeah. article or like a, a... So I'm fine with whatever they want to do with that. But don't come at me. Don't at me and say... <laughs> You know, it's ridiculous to call it because, look, it's ridiculous to call CNN and MSNBC and whatever, whatever that, you know, Republicans don't agree with as fake news. That's stupid. Because honestly, stuff like Infowars and Breitbart is way more fake, you know, news uh-huh. and ridiculous content and super biased than than anything on the other side, than any like mainstream CNN, MSNBC, any of that there, you know, that other stuff is way out there. Even Fox is kind of off the rails now to a certain extent. Uh-huh. But don't try to fight it and say, how can anybody say this is fake news? And how can anybody fall for this and think that that's true when half the stuff on their page is fake news and it's not yeah. their reporting and it's made to look like their articles? That's ridiculous. Yeah. You are shooting your own self in the foot. Yeah. Um, hypocritical. Well, it's it's not even that. It's stupid. Well, stupid and hypocritical. I mean, if they are going to come out and say it's not fake news, but then they're going to allow these ads on their website. Uh, yes. That fake, not, it's not fake news, but fake news is bad. And then they're going to allow, that's sort of hypocritical. And, of course, stupid. Yes. And what... And greedy. What, what the other side, Trump and those people are doing now is, by tweeting this stuff, is they're pointing that stuff out and being like, hey, you go to their site and it's fake. Uh, you know, nothing's true. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah. If if I can't have faith that three MIT grads found the secret to, you know, tartar sauce that blow, will blow me away or the top 10 things that will, you know, save my tires from wear, then maybe I shouldn't believe that, you know, Trump lied exactly. about this stuff. Yep. It's an easy road to get to for people who cannot discern on their own what's real and what is ridiculously obviously a fake ad and just because most people hear this can discern that does not mean that the majority of people can honestly when you look at it when you think about 
the average person in America. Yeah, I guess. It it is super destructive and it is money grabbing and it is about. Hey, I understand that you have to make a living and you have to bring in funds and you have to get money in in order to, you know, pay the people to do reporting. Maybe you don't need the money this bad. Maybe figure out another way. Mm-hmm. You can have ads. Right, ads. You can ha- Straight up ads, like they yeah. used to be. The internet has been ruined by this stuff, among other things, but good yeah. gosh. Yeah. So, so anyway, that's I'll, the three plus things that I hate right now. Three plus, yes. <laughs> Is that today, what we're doing? Today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, the top that's not three even the top, things. That and that's not even probably in the top 30 of my list of overall things I'm frustrated about, but hey. Well, I tried yeah. to narrow it down. Yeah, and you're, you narrowed yours down, and then I, I narrowed it quite down from there. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, so... Don't put money above people. Don't put money above anything. I mean... just Greed. Yes. Care about other people and respect other people, and here's the way I try to approach it. I'm not saying I get it right all the time. If I'm doing anything that values me making money or me getting something of that I consider of value, which is basically monetary value above any human being or even potentially how it could, you know, poorly affect any other person. I try to say, no, I'm not doing that. I'm out and just drop it and move on to the, or change how I'm approaching things. It's greed has ruined America. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, but it's greed has been around for a long. I mean, greed has been oh, yeah. around since mankind. Yeah. And and honestly, capitalism has, has helped, you know, build a lot of things and, and get a lot of the discoveries that we have and, and a lot of inventions. And it's, it's a good thing when, you know, pointed in the right direction. We are way off the rails now. I mean, I don't know what's true, honestly, about this new tax plan, but it seems horrific. Yes, it does. If you are taxing, if you're bringing more taxes on people who are make less than $30,000 a year, you're insane. What are you doing? I don't understand how it could pass. Because people are greedy. Well, I understand that. I mean, I understand how it can pass, but I just, it, I, it's appalling to me how some oh, of yeah. these things can pass is what it's I'm terrible. saying. I, yeah. I looked five years ago. I will, you could have, if you would have told me five years ago, I can see where America or, or other countries in this world come become fascist nations and we can have another Nazi Germany. Mm-hmm. I'd have been like, no. Now I can absolutely see the path to crazy stuff like this. And that yep. is frightening. Very frightening. Yes, it is. And should be a wake up call for people to go, wait a minute. What the crap are we doing? Because we're going to look back at this. If we if we survive, still have a society yes. that is not authoritarian authoritarian in the next you know twenty years, and it won't be long. We're gonna look back at this and go, what? What? People actually believe this is what people are gonna say in the next generation. People fell for this. Yeah. Did you not read a history book? Did you not question things? Did you not look at what happened less than a hundred years ago? Come I, on. I know it just see it just seems so unreal. I, I don't, I, I just, I don't understand it. Every morning there's something new. Yeah. I cannot believe the attack on 
free press and the First Amendment and all that business. I can't, I cannot believe that I can even see where, uh oh, this could actually be a, a problem in danger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's, you like I said, five years ago, you told me that. I was like, get out of here. Uh-huh. What, are you, what are you doing? Yeah. That's insane. Come on, man. So, cheer up. (laughs) (laughs) Those are our three, um, I guess, three things we hate. Is that what we're calling that? Three things we hate. Um, How about about the top three issues we have with insert whatever topic? That's not a very good title. No. But just just call it the top threes. We can then the we can three. we can have it whatever we want it to be. If somebody wants to send yeah. us something that they want us to rank or list of yeah. the top this three, top three. Send us some. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we could go positive or negative. Yes. I think today we went a um, little negative. A hundred percent negative. <laughs> just a little bit. But I'm hoping. What I'm hoping by, at least on my part, what I'm ranting about. I hope people go. Yeah, this is a different way to think about this, maybe. Or, yes, I agree with that. There are more people out there who have some sense. And I agree, like we, I said before, most people say they don't 100% agree with me most <laughs> of the time. But I'm hoping that there's something in what we're saying that people can go, there's hope here in this culture, in this society, and what we're doing. Because there's other people out there. Because there are millions of other people out there who look at this stuff and go, are you kidding me? Yeah. So I, 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 tr- I try to, to hang on to that and to go, you know, this is we're not at a point of no return. No, we're not. But we are closer to we're that getting than there. I ever thought we would in my lifetime. Yep. It, it which seems is insane. like it's gone way back backwards. Yes. Yep. Oh, yeah. And, and way too far towards some of the, you know, the borders of danger. Yes, exactly. God. Now, this is... Now, for my part, I'm just ranting. Although I hope yeah. that somebody, people just, just remember, you're not the only one on the road. <laughs> yes, we're kind of basically saying the same we thing. We are saying the same thing. Is the essence of our podcast, which is we like to rant. <laughs> we like nonsense. We like to find the funny in stuff, even serious issues sometimes that may be a little dark the way we approach them. <laughs> but we like to find the good points and stuff to ultimately come back to around to the point of saying, we should care and love and think about other people and not be oblivious and selfish. Boom. Yeah. It's not all about me, even though I'm ranting like it is. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So we want people to send in like suggestions for, hey, top three this. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, top three this. <laughs> top three that. <laughs> and it could be, like I said, we could... Whatever way we take it, the discussion of these top three is at our discretion. Yes. So um, that's fair warning, too. If you send something in, it could go way off track. But, I mean, if you're listening to this, you know that already. Speaking of tangents. Oh, we're, we're going to a tangent now? No. I think, we've, I think we've done a fair amount of tangents already. Well, wait, nah. No. Never mind. <laughs> I'm not going there with you. You can do what you want. I'm not going there on that one okay, with you. Okay, me either. Tangents. <laughs> Tangents. T-
Do we have a guest on the show this week? Answer no or yes, it's a binary thing. Do we have a guest? Do we have a guest? Answer no or yes. Um, no. Hey, how's it going, person with the hair and or bald? We haven't heard from you in a while. It's good to see you. Well, see in the relative sense, not the literal sense. You know, you don't call or write anymore. I mean, albeit no one uses a phone to call anyone anymore and no one writes letters. We'd still love to hear from you. At Speak Tangents on Twitter, Speaking of Tangents Podcast at gmail.com. So do we have any feedback this week? Well, yes, we do. And, you know, we were off last week for Thanksgiving, so we've got a little bit more feedback this week than we normally do. Yeah, I asked that question like I don't know that, you know, there's people tweeting stuff. And yeah. I, 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 <laughs> there's got to be a better way to introduce this segment. <laughs> and um, this is not the way because <laughs> I am now just rambling about production stuff in the background that we're actually recording on the podcast. Yes. So if you'd like to send us feedback and you have a better idea about how we can intro this segment, please let us know. You know, we always do intro this segment with our feedback bumper. Yes. Which is, isn't that just me talking about how they can... Yeah, so we could just go right into us. it after that. Speaking of feedback... Feedback. Yeah, actually we could. Yeah. You have solved the problem. I have. So we're just going to go right into the feedback then. Yeah, let's no, just go. No, like set up or preamble. Right. Let's just go right into it. No discussion. Let's just go right into it. Right into it. And we'll start right now. So do we. Ha- oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not supposed to say anything. I'm just going right into it. <laughs> yeah, we're going right into it. Okay. So the first one, we'll, we'll go to Twitter. Um, a clarification. And the first one's from Robert Colpine, a.k.a. Swagmaster. Yes, cool. And it's in response to our talk about hotel hotels having doors that open to the outside or the inside and how you and I choose a hotel based on that. Mm-hmm. Well, he said um, at our- Well, at least that's my preference. That's how I like to order the preference of, you know, if I have multiple choices, I'm yep. going to always try to go for the indoor doors. Yeah, mine is indoor doors. Continental Breakfast and Fitness Center. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway, Robert Colpine at R. Colpine says, as a former, and he put hotel in quotes, as a former hotel manager for 20 plus years. Room, oh, wow. I didn't know that. I didn't either. Rooms cool. with inside corridors or hotels, rooms with external corridors or motels. Ah, so what's a no-tell? Because <laughs> I've always heard hotel, motel, no-tell. Uh, Is that something I shouldn't get into? That's a secret, I guess. Okay. Maybe Robert can tell us. Maybe. Um, on pronunciations and, and such, I, um, I say such, I guess, because the first one is that debate between toilet paper and bathroom tissue. Oh, yeah. So Cool Aunt Claire at Cool Aunt Claire said, Nah, we say toilet paper in the East. I think Michael was just being polite with bathroom tissue. Mm-hmm. I'm adding you, speaking of tangents. <laughs> and she spelled out adding, A-T-T-I-N-G. Which, oh, nice. Which I liked. Um, so that I think was, she's right. Yeah, that was when Michael on the Tony Kornheiser show was calling it bathroom tissue. Yes. It's like saying restroom versus toilet. Exactly. Yeah. It's the company that you're around and how 
comfortable in your familiarity with the people. And when you're talking on a podcast and he's like, I know he's on the podcast a lot, but he's like not, he's just been on like in the past year or so really. Um, so I don't think he like feels like he's friendly enough with, no, I don't want to say friendly. I feel like <laughs> he's, he doesn't want to presume that he is friendly with everyone in the audience. So whereas Tony would be like, you know, says whatever comes out of his mouth, you know, he just doesn't care. And like, which I, I appreciate. I think Michael is more reserved and it's like a level of familiarity you, that you have with the audience that you're speaking to. Like if you're one-on-one with someone that you've just met, you're not going to say, I got to go take a crap. Right. Yeah. I mean, You'd like you would say, oh, excuse me while I go to use the restroom. Yes. That's what I, that's what I thought too, that he was just being polite. However, yes. not however, there's a certain professionalism that one should have when one has a podcast. What? What the crap are you talking about? <laughs> uh, moving on. Speaking of toilet paper, Jeff Kenton at Jay Kenton said, TP forever. So he calls it TP. <laughs> yeah. Now, on calling calling in or out, sick. Mm-hmm. Michelle Miller at ER Nurse MEM said, we are short-staffed because a nurse, quote, called out, unquote. Hmm. We had a call out just disagreeing with John Miller. <laughs> so, so what she's saying is, person called in and said, "I'm out." Kind of. The nurse called in. I think so. Yeah. And yeah. then back to Swagmaster, he said, "I think the official lexicon is either calling in sick or calling off work." Mm. I still haven't seen calling off or heard calling no. off. That just makes me think of I'm calling it off. Or it's like we're not getting married. I'm calling yes. it off. This 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 Let's business call venture the whole is thing over. Off. Yeah, that's a song. It, yeah, I know. And then he said someone saying LOL is far better than someone ending a conversation by actually saying XOXO. Well, you say LOL, I say XOXO. <laughs> Let's just call the whole thing off. <laughs> okay. What is XOXO? I don't know. It's, hugs I, and I kisses. Thought that was like and kisses, kisses and hugs. Yeah. So he's saying that someone must have actually ended one of their conversations with XOXO. It's well, that would be the end of the, my conversation with them forever for a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, on the cartoon thing, um, mm-hmm. Matthew Vogel at Vogel Matt said, "What does it say about me that when KJ said Dunbar, I immediately knew she meant Dilbert?" <laughs> yeah. I don't know. He he was he was on the same line of thought of me as me. I guess it starts with a D. Maybe. Yeah, I was. Maybe, I was in the mode. Go ahead. I was just saying that you know I must see things as they're spelled or written because I knew yeah. it started with a D, and I don't know where oh, Dunbar yeah. came from. So maybe that's how he sees things too. Well, I, I immediately thought, okay, this is either Dilbert or Doonesbury, and oh, I just yeah, assumed Doonesbury. that you would prefer Dilbert to Doonesbury. I do. Which I never understood as a kid. I cannot even remember what it what Doonesbury was about. I had this vague recollection that it is like more political oriented or leaning or has some sort of you know adult. Uh, oh, okay. Intentions. So I uh, sounded creepy. I have adult. <laughs> I'd like to, <laughs> ma'am. I'd like to inform you that I have adult intentions with your daughter. <laughs> Yeah. Is that is that is that the way is that the way I'm supposed to do it? Yeah, that does sound um interesting. Creepy? Yeah. Yeah, creepy. Creepy. There's no doubt about that. That's creepy. Adult intentions. Uh, 
<laughs> but you know, like lean, it seemed like it was written more for adults. Okay, or like so, maybe yeah. maybe more sophisticated people. Maybe people that say toilet tissue yeah, would well, be more likely to be into Doonesbury to- than Calvin and Toilet Hobbes. tissue. It, bathroom it tissue. Toilet yes. tissue is kind of a mixture between the two. Yeah, that's what my, like, um, I think we've talked about my fancy, some of my fancy relatives. Yes. Cousins and aunts. Yes. They say toilet tissue. Oh, they do. <coughs> oh, yes. So that's where I think it's how, how affluent you are affects a lot of words that you say. Okay. What is com- commode tissue? Commode. commode? This, they're the same people that say commode. Yeah. So they said, they'd be like, excuse me, I'd like to go to the restroom to use the commode. Do you have any extra toilet tissue? <laughs> And that's 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 when it's in polite company. Oh yeah. Well, that's no, that's them all the time. All the time because they're okay. fancy. Oh, they're fa- oh, that's right, they're fancy. Okay, on accents, they're a little too fancy. Mary Faye Randolph at Mary F E T X. I'm a lifelong Texan. When I've spent several weeks for several summers in Williamsburg, Virginia, non-locals thought I was from there and were enchanted. Locals I was working with usually politely laughed at my Texas accent. By the way, I'm still enchanted by Jason's voice. <laughs> well, who, well, who well, isn't? there's obviously one thing in that in that sentence in that tweet that I want to focus on, and it's if does being a lifelong Texan mean you've lived your entire life in Texas, or does that mean you were born in Texas and you're still alive? I think it means she's lived her entire life in Texas and she's still okay. alive. So I couldn't say I'm a lifelong Virginian, even though I'm still alive, so I still have my life, and I was born in Virginia, so I'm technically a Virginian, even though I haven't lived there in 30 years. I think you could probably call yourself a lifelong Virginian, because it's what you, you know, it's how you feel. But if people you would feel, misinterpret that, though, and yes, think that I've always would. lived in Virginia. Okay. I, that's That was my question, because I, I don't want to mislead people. Now the... the Part of that tweet that I I think we need to focus on is the, let's move along. You know who isn't who isn't enchanted by Jason's voice? Oh, a whole lot of people. Sometimes I'm so enchanted I can't really articulate my thoughts on the podcast. <laughs> or remember, you know the that whole Beetlejuice thing. <laughs> oh, you're blaming it on me now. Is yeah. that what you? That's okay. I knew we were going to get back to this at some point. <laughs> You've shifted the blame. Yeah. This is this is this is the definition of fake news right here. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So moving on to food. Of I course. I appreciate that though. Thank you. So we talked a lot about food a couple weeks ago, and and the little Debbie snack cakes was a um something that we mentioned. And yes, yes. I think that was Marvin Foster that tweeted that at us. And mm-hmm. so the first one here is about those little Debbies, specifically those Christmas tree cr- cakes. Uh, read the manual at read the manual said. Not familiar. Not, I'm not either. I'm not sure who okay. it is. Christmas tree cakes. That is all. And, oh, and, and, and adds parenthetically. And only the oh, originals. Oh, so that's not all. That isn't all. And okay. only the originals, the variations aren't as good. I agree. So read the manual saying the chocolate Christmas tree cakes are not good or are uh, not yeah, I, I as agree. good. They're not as good. It's like chocolate cake. Why you got to put chocolate in my cake? Mm, I like chocolate cake. You mean, what do you mean? Chocolate frosting on the cake or the chocolate? No, chocolate cake? frosting is okay. I like, I think chocolate cake with like chocolate frosting is a little too much chocolate for me. 
Oh, I mean, it's not terrible. Believe yeah. me, I'll eat it. It's good. I just think it's overrated. Just like ice cream is overrated. Yeah. I'll eat ice cream. It's good. Yeah. It's overrated. Yeah. It's, I don't care too much about the flavor of the cake. To me, it's all about the frosting. Yeah, that makes sense too. Um, um, oh, go ahead. I think I think I would get along with this person and read the manual. I think it seems like somebody that I would really be into. Seems like, yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, Dr. Garrett smart Schumann. Person. Very smart. Dr. Garrett Schumann at G-A-R-R-T. Also smart. You alluded to this earlier. The little Debbie talk in the last episode was spectacular. 100% agree with Jason, <laughs> which doesn't always happen. There you go. There it that's, is. That's the winner right there. And then there were lots of opinions on these little Debbies. Al Poole at Al Poole 33 said, honey buns are a gots to go situation. Amen. Yes. Um, James Cunningham at James IV 1978. No. Oatmeal cream pies are what the roads of hell are paved with. <laughs> Ho-hos okay. are okay. Christmas tree cakes are what are given at the gates of heaven. So he agrees with you too. <laughs> Yeah. I, well, he increased. I would not say I would. Uh, oatmeal cream pies are fine. I actually ate one over Thanksgiving over the weekend. You did. So th- was that in mm-hmm. your cart on Friday? Uh, no, my m- parents had visited like a couple of months ago and they left some in the cabinet and I found one because I was like, you know, on my own. It was like, I need some food to eat. So they, um, we were still good after only a few months. I ate it. I don't know if I would consider it good. Those things last forever. It. Yeah, it was fine. It was a little crusty, but it was fine. Cool Aunt Claire at Cool Aunt Claire <laughs> said, uh-huh. I concede that many of our food preferences are driven by what we grew up with. Bear that in mind, speaking of tangents, when I say, all of little Debbie can take a flying leap. Uh-oh. Drake's is the best. It's a Northeast thing, she says. And I then Drake she, was from Toronto. Yeah, I know. And then she's listed the Drake's products. Devil Dogs, Ring Dings, Yodels, Yankee Doodles. And then Heaven, she writes. Yeah, I've had those before. And she I've sent us a picture. I a think the only mm-hmm. one I've seen or eaten is a Ring Ding. Mm-hmm. But the Yankee Doodle, if I'm looking at this picture, looks like a... Red Velvet. No, it's got the cream in the inside of a cupcake. Yeah. Red velvet. But it's a it's a velvet. It looks oh, like a red okay. velvet cupcake with white cream in it. It's it, kind of like the um. What's the Hostess one? That's what I'm thinking of. Uh, I don't remember. But the Hostess one's chocolate, and it's got like the little circle, like l- lattice, like li- um lace looking icing on the top of it. Yeah, I I mm-hmm. can't remember what it's called. It, and then there's a yodel, which is cupcakes. basically a ho ho, or yes, um. What's the other Swiss word? Cake roll. Swiss cake roll. So, so, mm-hmm. so I found out that Swiss cake roll is little Debbie. Ho ho is hostess. Ah, yes. oh, see, I like hostess for most stuff, but I do like the Swiss cake rolls better than ho hos. I I really don't think Drake's is something I'm very familiar with, and if, I probably wouldn't be if it's a Northeast thing. Well, and it comes back to what I think Jen tweeted, saying basically it's all chewy icing, styrofoam. Sugary goo. Yeah, she said, they uh, the don't they all taste the same? <laughs> Chemical flavored, yes. chewy icing, styrofoam cake, sugary goo in the center. I agree. Mm-hmm. It does come down. They To me, they all do taste the same. So if you put... It's close enough to me. Yeah. If you put a ho-ho slash swish cake roll slash yodel in front of me, I probably wouldn't be able to tell the difference like a blind taste test. Who are you calling a ho-ho? <laughs> Where'd the ho-hos go, yo? <laughs> that was good, yeah. Mike from Burke, Virginia at Burke... And beer 
said, you have to hear the Philadelphia faithful going on about tasty cakes. I went, to, I went to college outside of Philadelphia, and the first time I ate a tasty cake, I thought they were kidding. Hostess <laughs> products are much better, and Hostess products suck. <laughs> I don't know I what tasty cakes part. are. Um, it's just a different brand, I think. I've heard of them. I feel like I've had them. Um, well, what are they most like? The ding, the I ring dings? I think he's pretty much right. I think it's a different, it's like they have different um Oh, it's a brand? Types. It's a brand like yeah, Drake's so. and Host. Okay. Uh, it's not necessarily a brand. It's more like a Tasty Cake version of this or version of that. It's I guess it's a brand, but it's more, they just have different versions of them, I think. I could be completely wrong. I may be misremembering, which is a very unusual word, and I can't believe I just used it. Misremembering, that's a word. Yeah, but it's, just say I forgot. Yeah, yeah, true. Now, Rick Sharp at Rick Sharp 917 said, Tasty Cakes are a miracle of chemical engineering. Could survive a nuclear winter. <laughs> Expiration yeah. dates were chosen at random. And yeah, I think that's I literally, pretty much the same for yes, Twinkies. All and, of it. Yeah. That's yeah, why I, I asked you if your oatmeal cream pie was still good. Oh, yeah, I think it was. I literally think they put the expiration dates on there just so people will be fooled subconsciously into thinking this is actual food. Yeah. Or has some something in it could, that could expire just to make them feel better about eating it. Well, yeah. I don't think there's any, this has any kind of, because most of the stuff now doesn't have expiration dates. It has Best Buy. Best Buy, yes. Best Buy or Born On for beer, which is. Yeah. I'm not even going to get into that. Yeah. Well, he did say, uh, he's pretty much agreeing with you. Expiration dates were chosen at random. They mean nothing. (laughs) Absolutely. And this one, I really appreciated. Brendan in Jersey at Brendan in Jersey. Hostess mm-hmm. rules, as far as I'm concerned, nobody else is making chocolate-covered Twinkies. That's a good point. I didn't know there were chocolate-covered Twinkies. Aren't they basically then these devil dogs? No, because devil dogs have like chocolate actual cake with oh, the cream okay. filling. Okay. And it's not like the cream is completely encased oh. in the cake. They're like a ho-ho. Chocolate-covered Sorta. Twinkies yeah, a are ring-ding. like a ho-ho. Yeah, a ring-ding. Or a Swiss cake roll. Or a yodel. Or a yodel. Okay. All this stuff is the same. Yes, they, it is the same, which <laughs> is what Jen Babish said. It's kind of general, like, there's different varying, slightly varying quality in all this. Like Mike said, it's miles better than, it's much, Hostess products are much better and Hostess products suck. So it's yes, kind of like, yes. once you get below or above a certain bar, it's kind of all the same. Any kind of like little rankings you want to do in there are fine with me. I, I honestly, if you did a blind taste test, and I wasn't able to actually physically pick it up and touch it to know mm-hmm. and just, you know, took a bite mm-hmm. of it. I probably couldn't tell the difference between any of these brands whatsoever. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And, and, but people are very, um, they really like these Drakes. Um, yeah. But although Anita from Alaska at Safety Gal AK says she brought in something I never heard of either. I have to weigh in. Butter scrot, butter, butter scotch crimpets were a childhood staple. The rest, meh. So what that are, sounds like something. Did she grow up in the Great Depression? And what are butterscotch, butterscotch crimpets? I believe I'll have a butterscotch crimpet with my tea. Yeah, exactly. That's my British accent. Oh. It's, it's really, it, it, that is very old-fashioned, like old-world fancy sounding. That's a good yeah. word. Butterscotch crimpets. Never heard of them. Um, she's also a fan of the coffee cakes from Drake's. Yeah. And I do trust pretty much anything she says as far as tasting this stuff. So I might have Absolutely. to go try that. And a little Boston dork at Eric Londergan. <laughs> <laughs> as far as brands go, so he has ranked, speaking of ranking and rating uh, earlier, he has ranked brands. 
Drake mm-hmm. is greater than Hostess, is greater than Little Debbie, is greater than Tasty Cakes. Hmm. That's his ranking. But, he says, if we're bracketing individual products from the four, the number one seeds are candy bar cakes. I don't know what that is. I'm adding parenthetically. I don't think I've had that. I have not heard of a cosmic brownie. I have had that. Devil dogs, I know what they are because of the picture Mm -hmm. that Claire sent. And Mm -hmm. Susie Q's, I know what they are. I've heard of that. I could not. I don't think I could pick that out of a lineup. Um, Susie Q's? I guess, I think they're like um, Ho-Ho's hmm. or Twinkies, um, not Twinkies, the cupcake ring ding type of thing. Yeah. I mean, it goes back to what Jenny Robbins said, which is basically I, the reason why I probably couldn't pick out half of the stuff now. I, I, I would mix up most of it is because my days of eating, you know, Swiss cake rolls and Mountain Dew for lunch are <laughs> way gone. <laughs> yeah. That's, you know what she... <laughs> So here's what she said. Jenny Robbins at Robbins underscore Jenny. Sadly gone are the days when I could eat Swiss cake rolls, nabs, and a Mountain Dew for lunch every day and be thin. Uh, yep. Long gone are those days for me too, Jenny. But what stood out to me on that is what in the world is a nab? Oh, you ain't from the South, are you? Uh, tell me what a nab is. Maybe I'll remember If you never had nabs and a Mountain Dew for lunch, then you're not truly from the South. Well, I'm not from the South. I live there, but I don't know. What is a nab? They're Maybe. like cheese crackers. They're like the little um, toast cheese crackers, like Cheez-its? orange crackers with snow. They're like the crackers with the peanut butter in between them that you get like in oh, a plastic sure. pack. Like there's like six or eight in there. I know what they four. are. I just don't call that's them nabs. nabs. Yeah, that's that's. Oh man, those were good. That's Southern Virginia, Northern I can't North eat Carolina those. talk. Put those in front of me, and where I'm not I, stopping. Oh yeah, that's where I grew up. That's yeah. home to me. Good. Now I learned something new. A nab. Yes. All right. And speaking of tangents in Boston, I have to go Mm -hmm. on a little tangent here. Okay. I met another person, another girl from Boston a few weeks ago at a party. Mm -hmm. So, of course, I asked. Wait a minute. You said I met another person from Boston. Had you had like one more? So, a couple (laughs) weeks. One person. This is like the second person you met from Boston. What do you mean? In a couple weeks, in a couple months period, in this town that I live in. They both live here. I'm sorry. the The one lives here. And the other one I met two weeks ago was visiting from Boston area for a party, a birthday party. Oh, okay. So I met two women from Boston within a couple months period. And of course, I both asked them both about fluffernutters. I've, <laughs> I've become that annoying person that asks what? every person who is from a certain town or a part of the country the same question. Oh, man. Thanks a it's lot, like, Claire and John Miller. It's like, hey, I went to the University of blah, blah, blah. Hey, do you know such and such? Right. They were there like 10 years before you, and there's yes. 30,000 people that go to that university, and 100,000 people live in that town, but you probably know them. Yeah, or, or you know, as a Minnesotan, um, you know, don't didn't you guys elect... Um, a wrestler, a wrestler is the governor. Do you know him? Yes. Or don't you just love were, the Mall of America? <laughs> I thought you were going a different direction when you started talking about Minnesota politicians lately. No, I didn't. Yes. I didn't go there. Yeah. Okay. Let's move but on. anyway, yes, that's, I that's did another discussion ask her. For another yeah, day. yeah, it is another completely different discussion. But I did ask her about fluffernutters, and she mm-hmm. not only raved about them, but she also said, "Now, are you listening, massholes?" By the way, she said Massholes was an endearing. She said that? She said, no, I'm saying that. She said oh. Massholes was endearing. She was okay with Massholes. Yeah. Um, they, she said that they also put marshmallow fluff in their hot chocolate instead of whipped cream. What? 
she seemed even more excited about this than she did Fluffernutters. I, I would be curious to know if that's a common thing because it I, seems kind of... I think I'd like I that. that. Well, it depends on how like sticky and gooey it gets. It, does it like completely dissolve in there? And if so, if it does, then it's... We didn't well get that in deeply there. into it, but I, I... You have to ask these burning questions. Well, I... I asked more burning questions about... What kind of journalist are you? The next thing that she talked about, I asked more questions about coffee milk. Okay. This is a Northeast thing. Like she, a Starbucks, like no, cold coffee thing you buy at the gas station? No, it's, she said, well, maybe. She said, there's this coffee syrup, and she named the brand Autocrat. She said, it's a cute little yellow bottle with a chicken on it. And you mix this syrup with milk and you drink it. Now, I'm thinking you could either do that with iced or hot. But it, as far as I understood it, there was no coffee in there. It's just a coffee syrup. Yeah. It, how, how is this different from like chocolate milk? With like not, not, it's not. It's not, liquid. except it's coffee flavored and not chocolate flavored. To me, coffee this milk. sounds delicious. I don't like coffee flavor. I put stuff in the coffee so I don't have to taste the coffee. Yeah. Well, you don't like coffee. No, to me, exact, this exactly. sounds delicious. And okay. then I've got a QE alert. Oh, boy. The very next day, I saw the other girl from Boston from two months ago. <laughs> and, of course, I then asked her about coffee milk and autocrat and fluffing her hot chocolate. <laughs> and she was all over it. That is a mouthful of phrases right there. Yes. She said she used to drink it all the time, and she said her mother is visiting from Boston for the holidays and bringing loads of the fluff, marshmallow fluff to her. Because wow. you can't find so this that is a this is a Speaking of Tangents exclusive. It is. Breaking news. 100% of people polled, of Bostonians polled. In like Minnesota. Well, I'm not even going to clarify that because one of them doesn't live there, right? The other one's from. That's right. Yes. Just visiting. Yes. So yeah, 100% of Bostonians put coffee flavored syrup in their milk and call it coffee milk. Mm-hmm. Yep. They have bottles with chickens on them, and they <laughs> yes. love fluffernutters. Yes. That's that's and fluffing their the hot chocolate. That's the results yeah. and fluffing the hot chocolate. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. So let's uh, good enough. Yeah, uh, I let's assume that about everybody. Let's yeah. let's expand this out. You know, don't give me small sample size. We're just going to go ahead and say everybody oh, blanket yep. coverage. Yep. Yep. Okay, a few new food inter- introductions here. Uh huh. Marvin Foster at Flutter Three A. He's the one that. Introduced us to the little Debbie thing that we talked about two weeks ago. He just sent us a picture of Oreo flavored candy canes. Oh, yes, I saw this. Nope. <laughs> Not a chance. And then on Facebook, on Facebook, Todd Takei tagged us in a post by Michael Dean, Mike from Burke, Virginia. Mm-hmm. This is appalling to me. I can't even believe that this is true. Rotisserie chicken candy canes. What? what? This, I don't. I'm not, I don't ever look at Facebook, so I didn't. Rot- I didn't see this. Rot- Are you kidding? Rotisserie chicken candy canes. I'm not what? kidding. Are people? I think people are confusing what the word rotisserie in the phrase rotisserie chicken is. Yeah, they think it's a flavor. Yeah. In, instead of crap? a method of cooking. It is not. Yeah, it is not a qualifier for a description of a flavor. It's. Are they cooking these candy canes on a spit over a fire? <laughs> but what? what? But really, what is you, wrong with people? When you think of rotisserie chicken, at least I do think of a certain flavor. No. Compared to grilled chicken. I do. No. 
But I understand that rotisserie is not a flavor. And I don't even I don't even associate that at all. I understand. I've, I, I, this stuns me. It does. It's it's it makes me want to vomit. That's the worst one. Yep. Because it's not even a flavor. Correct. It's not a flavor. Just call it chicken flavored candy canes. Yeah, which but is sounds horrific, but rotisserie I, makes it more fancy. I guess it makes it more palatable and therefore more marketable and therefore they're pushing it. It's the pre-owned candy canes. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Here's the thing. Are they going to go full out and eventually we get to pre-chewed food and it's stuff that people have spit out and didn't want on a plate at a restaurant and they pile it up and they put it on the menu as pre-chewed food, pre-chewed food. for your convenience. Or, you know, taking the, those foods and then put them in the blender and made them pre-chewed smoothies. Oh, yeah. Or, or here's the next logical step to that. You let them go through the human blender and then you serve it up. As pre-digested food. You're right. That is the next logical progression. Hey, 100 <laughs> years, we're going to be there. There's going to be stuff yes. like that. Maybe not even 100 years. That's true. Um, all right, let's give a little fantasy football update. Yes. Because um, Raju's rejects. Is that thing still going? <laughs> um, maybe not for you. Actually, I think it is. Oh, is this bad news for me? The, re- the, reset, the Rejects Rejects at Raju's Rejects tweeted, the playoffs are here. And mm-hmm. then uh, the new league note and poll are up on the page for the people that are oh, cool. in the league. In case you need a quick mindless break from all of the staggering despair and evil blasting through your vents. <laughs> yes. I've, I read the pre- I've read all the previous ones, so I'll have to go read this one now. Yeah. Um, so basically, he's kind of announcing who. So Shad and Joe Arrow are the number one seeds in their di- the two divisions. Yeah, they get the buy. They get the buy. Mm-hmm. And uh, Adam Benson is the three seed. How did he get in the playoffs? He made it. I don't know. <laughs> it's first. Wait, wait. Let's go. Back. Shad drafted a kicker. I know. It's going to make you want to like change your team draft strategy. It almost is as if. None of this matters, and it's throwing poop at the wall and seeing what sticks. Yes. Yeah. It's almost like it's completely random. Uh-huh. Almost. Almost. Not quite. There's a little skill in there, but <laughs> come on. Yep. Shad is Joe and Joe Arrow, number one. Joe, Joe, Joe had a good team to begin, from the beginning. Yes, he did. And then- And here's the other thing. Shad did some good moves in the middle of the season, and I, I basically- was riding high on my team going, my team's looking good, and just basically <laughs> didn't do anything. And it, the wheels fell off. And then the car that was left caught on fire and exploded. <laughs> it's, it's just, it's, it's a disaster. Yeah, you did not make the playoffs. Um, I may not even be in the league next year. Um, rounding out the playoffs, Adam Benson, Todd Takei, the Hall of Famer and Patrick Moffat made the playoffs. Oh, wow. Now, I'm going to read this paragraph written by the commissioner. Okay. I needed a sound victory. So this is Patrick Moffat talking about his team. Mm-hmm. I needed a sound victory over Spike and a fuse win slash Tran loss to squeak in on a points scored tiebreaker. Ah. Now, you did not win, but he still made it. No. 
I think you lost. Uh, Did you I win? last week. Oh, okay. I won the last game of the regular season. Yeah. You won. Okay. So, well, he says, while I feel somewhat ashamed to have weaseled in the back door, I plan on ripping through the playoffs to secure an even more ridiculous and undeserved championship over whatever team that manages to escape <laughs> from the pit of despair known as Tour Bus 2. That would be the perfect, perfect result of this. Yes. So he squeaked in, but that's probably what will happen because we know I've, that this fantasy football thing is mostly random. Yes, I have, I have been vindicated. I am very pleased at the results of this season because you, they basically tell me that no matter what you do, it doesn't really matter with this I'm stuff. also vindicated because you didn't play. I didn't play, <laughs> and yeah. I was very happy. And you're, I, you're very pleased with the results I'm of very your pleased. season win. And I told Patrick, I just don't have the temperament for fantasy football. <laughs> because I, I get wrapped I up I've in actually, things I can't control and I get mad. Yeah, and about you things. cannot if if you can't if you if you have a hard time dealing with the frustration over things you cannot and have absolutely no control over, fantasy football is not the thing for you. You have to let, just let it go because crazy stuff happens. I lost most of the games I lost were just like some random per player, like out of nowhere, got like forty points on the other team, or my, you know, main like one of my main running backs got hurt, like a concussion in like the first few plays of a game, and mm-hmm. he's out, and he's usually scoring, you know, at least ten, fifteen points for me, and he got like point three. So it's there is a lot of strategy to it, and I know that there are a lot of people who are really good at that strategy and pay attention. It's yep. you know. Part of it is actually like watching the games yeah, and paying attention, which I didn't do this year. But so much of this is so random Mm -hmm. that I feel like if I put as much energy into this to that, I feel like I would really have to, to get good at it, that something would just explode in the last game or like somebody would block a field goal and run it back for a touchdown on the Monday night game to end the game. Yes, and yes. Uh-huh. I would lose by like point zero three points like that happened a couple of years ago. Uh-huh. I think, I think that did it happen to you or is that Patrick? That it happened, happened to Patrick. Yeah, that that would make me so like infuriated that I spent that yes, time and exactly. effort that I'd be like, I can't do this. And the problem so is I'd, that when, I see where you're I see your point. Yeah, when I put effort into so, when I play something, I'm going to put effort into it. And so it's almost feels like it's a personal attack on you because it's almost certain that, for instance, the Hall of Famer <laughs> traded Amari Cooper to Patrick Moffitt. Amari Cooper yep. hadn't done anything all year. And, and Amari exploded. Cooper exploded for, I don't know, two or three touchdowns on that week. And Yeah, if, he had like 30-something points. If I had traded Amari Cooper, I would say, oh, of course this is going to happen because I just got rid of the guy. <laughs> but... That's just not the Hall of Famer is just like, well, whatever. I got to, you know, I'll move on. And see, I like that attitude. That's, also that's lost the this David stuff. Johnson in game one, the number one draft oh, pick. Yes. And has number one overall. Had to work around that and got, mm-hmm. you know, got into the playoffs. So we'll see how it goes. I yeah. am cheering for the Hall of Famer. Oh, I am too. And Patrick. <laughs> and Patrick. I'm cheering for Patrick. I'm cheering Basically, for. Basically, I, I love Shad. I. <laughs> nothing would make me laugh and more just like maniacally laugh as if he won this whole thing with the ridiculous draft that he had. I know. Wouldn't that but be funny? Yeah. The other side of me is like, I, no, <laughs> please. No. Yeah. I'm right. And I, and I think we're not talking about tour bus this, two because I don't know anything well, that's happening on tour bus two. I I'm know actually that, on one of the teams in that league too. Me and Luke share teams and leagues. Not that we, you know, 
I don't even pay attention to my team, much less his team. But um, I can see into the league what's going on. Oh, okay. And see the notes and stuff. I cannot. And Sean Morrissey has just lit everybody up with his team. So he's he's by he's the front runner. He's the you know the pick to win it, the favorite to win it. Um, when it comes down to when both teams get together for the the Super Bowl, the two that will unite the you know the NFL and the AFL symbolically. So will Sean Morrissey, if he wins, come to the the, the current league? Uh, he, I think he won the regular season, so he's already coming to the current league. Okay, not the current league, but the the, the upper league, the, the elite, the elite. Yeah, mm-hmm. the Premier League. The Premier, the Premier League. Yeah, that's right. I'm yeah. pretty much. I may be. It may already be sealed that I'm going down to the to the lower tier. It may be relegated. It may be sealed that way. That's fine with me. Yeah, well, it's fine with me. Relegate me wherever you want. Oh, that's right. I'm not in the league. You got you relegated yourself I out relegated of the league. I relegated myself out, and I could not be more happy. I can see that. Yeah. Um. But so that's the fantasy football updates. Playoffs start this week, and I think what happens is that they start a week earlier than most of the leagues because then the final week is going to be a playoff between the two leagues. Am I right about that? Correct. Okay. The champion from the Premier League will play the champion from the Tour Bus Tour League. And um, I, I think at that point, if Sean's in it, I think he automatically is coming to. I think this was a huge thread on Twitter that I kind of halfway read because it was. It was, was a huge thread. Yes, I. I was sick for a week, so yeah. I didn't really read Twitter much at all. Like over Thanksgiving, those several days I was out, and this happened like earlier this week, and I just had not gotten back into it yet. So I know Rob and Patrick were going back and forth about okay. What determines who's moving up to the leagues and that kind of stuff? So they'll they'll sort that out. I'm glad I don't have to mess with that. But I think since Sean won had the best record or maybe the most points, he's automatically coming up. And then there's like two more people I think coming up based on who had the most points and who wins the championship and that kind of stuff. And I'm assuming that if it's like if Sean had the most points and had the best record and wins the, mm-hmm. in the playoffs down there, they'll pick like the next two in line to come up with him. And it won't just – there's going to be three people coming up with three people. Three down, people. Basically. Okay. So here's what Patrick said. Relegation is based on final record and points scored. Mm. Mm-hmm. So if you can muster the luster, keep those lineups set and waiver claims hot to see if you can avoid getting sent down. So there you have something oh, to play okay. for, Jason. Yeah. So even though we're in the consolation, like, playoffs, I don't have any chance of winning the championship. I can still avoid or, you know, claim relegation. Yes. Based on how I do yes. for this next two weeks. Yeah. yeah. So um, keep your head in the game. <coughs> you got this. Give 100%. <laughs> That's assuming, wait a minute, in order to have your head in the game, in order to keep your head in the game, don't you have to at All one right. point have had your head Let in the game? Let me rephrase. Get your head in the game. Keep doing what you're doing. That's what I'm hearing. Get your head in the game. Yes. Keep doing what you're doing. Give it 100, well, maybe 25%, just like you've been doing. Yeah. Um, no. That's physically impossible. Okay. That's that's mathematically impossible. What is to give twenty five percent? No, I thought you said one hundred and twenty five percent. No, I changed it to twenty five percent because that's what you've been doing. That was my guesstimate. I think you're overestimating. Oh, grossly on that. Keep giving it that old five percent. There you go. All right. Is there anything else in feedback or anything else that we need to talk about this week? I mean, I know there's a lot we need to talk about, and we're going to get into it maybe in you know, future date 
But uh, anything for today? No, I think this is pretty good for today. Yeah. Welcome back. Same to you. All right, bye. Bye. Speaking of Tangents is brought to you by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Hosted by Jason Fuse and KJ Onstead. Created by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Music written and performed by Jason Fuse. Lyrics and vocals by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Edited by Jason Fuse. Oh, and speaking of Thanksgiving and board games, I've learned that those Dark Tower games are selling on eBay for upwards of $500. Now that said, have I got a deal for you. I not only have a pre-owned version of Dark Tower, but I have I have a pre-operational version of Dark Tower for you. How about that? I'll even throw in some pre-chewed ho-hos. Huh? Yeah. DM me those offers, folks. Graphics by Jason Fuse. I love snow peas. And I love you. Bye-bye.